Welcome, everybody, to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer, formerly known as the Game Club podcast, but we're done with that. I'm Michael, and as always, I'm joined by Matt. Hello. And Adrian. Hello. So, guys, we've changed the name. That we have. Perhaps some insight. Yes. So, my reasoning for wanting a name change uh, has to do with three competing podcasts the first one are a cool group of fellas over east which are game club podcasts by non-fiction gaming I, and i listen to them and i can they're not bad at any rate um then there is a few youtubers such as beta 64 have their own game club now as well and i swear after they came out just I don't know if I was going crazy, probably going crazy, but I swore we were getting less uh, views. And then finally, Game Grumps have their G Club, which is too similar for me to be comfortable with. So we decided to go with a new name, something that reflects uh, reflects us. We've gone with No Time to Grind. Because we're too busy. We got no time. We don't, I can't, like, we've said this before, like, Banjo-Kazooie, we, we don't have time to go and pick up every single piece. We do not have that time to grind. But we do have enough time to play the games and uh, give our own little thoughts and insights and quips about them all. That's what it's all about, really. Yeah, because this is for us. I've always thought that, you know, especially since we've taken on the fact, that, like, we've kind of... Uh, steered into the skid kind of thing that we're busy and we're for the busy gamer we're for the people that also don't have time to grind have time to listen to a podcast on a commute though and then they listen to our opinion and it's like is it worth their time to go and play this game yes or no so i think it's a name that sums everything up quite nicely and hopefully we this time don't have the bad luck of deciding the name and then during the fortnight of like play and recording somebody else takes our name so i'm going to be very annoyed if this week someone else has a podcast called no time to grind that would be very frustrating <laughs> just steals it right from under us oh my god should we tell the story of how we count with the game club and then the the following fortnight of events <laughs> if, if you want <laughs> i mean it's not that interesting <laughs> <laughs> Well, I find it kind of funny that it's like we did like an episode zero and like a test run and we're like, while we're doing it, we're like, okay, we need a name. What about the Game Club podcast? It's like a book club. Yay. Oh, so witty. How has no one done this before? Looked it up, not not existent. By the time we'd actually finished recording our actual first episode, I think it was after we finished recording, we saw that there was now a Game Club. Ah. <sighs> <laughs> it was when I was Googling. That's right. It was when I was glue. It was when we were not on iTunes quite yet. We had an episode on SoundCloud and I kept searching us, seeing when we would appear because iTunes doesn't, well, I didn't have the email to say, yep, you've, you're on iTunes now. So I was just checking it and then there they are. 
Catherine something and someone Dan maybe and Charles. Char- yeah, Dan, Charles, names. and the yeah. other one. Yeah. <laughs> but enough about them. It's this about is, us. <laughs> this is about us. Should we should we jump to what we've been playing for this fortnight, quote unquote? Well, it is our tenth episode, which we <laughs> we have decided it will be a milestone episode, I guess. Yeah. And we've decided to do a special edition of No Time to Grind. We played a board game. Ooh, big reveal. <laughs> In the last one, we said the hint we had to prepare to die. Yeah. it was. I dropped that in the uh, special 9.5 blooper reel. Uh, and as many of you probably would have guessed, it would be uh, the Dark Souls board game, which has come out within that sort of time frame. Uh, it's stuck in customs <laughs> and never arrived yeah. at Adrian's door. So this is the this is the Kickstarter that was done last year, and it was shipping just in time uh, around our tenth episode. I'm like, that'd be great. We're, me and we're all all of us are big fans of Dark Souls, and I'm an- eagerly anticipating the arrival. And I got an email going like, oh yeah, it should be in on this certain date. And I'm like, good, that's before we need to record and all that. So it's perfect. But then it got stuck in customs, and then it got stuck in customs longer, and now it's. It's in the process of being delivered. It just it probably just missed out by a week. I'm sure I'll get it next week. You're probably gonna get it like tomorrow. You're gonna yeah. come home from work and there'll be that thing that says, You've got a package at the post office. Yep, I wouldn't be surprised. That that'd be just the luck. But uh we went with something else this week. It was my birthday present. Yay. <laughs> it was Hooray. Um, just before I say what it is, do you does anyone know who gave me this present? I think it was a pretty cool guy. <laughs> yes, it was Michael. There you go. The suspense. This was the second big reveal of the show. Oh my oh. god! So many reveals. <laughs> I think now we're going to reveal what the game is. It's Rick and Morty in Anatomy Park. Big oh. reveal. Pickle Rick. Ooh. For a second, no. it sounded like you said rigamortis and i was yeah, like <laughs> well it kind of rigamortis yeah, anatomy park it is relevant it, although that's not a big reveal at all because it's probably in the title <laughs> <laughs> yeah good point oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't even realize the delayed <laughs> response so this are. is a board game everybody knows the episode is it is it called anatomy park the episode title yes I think so. It was a Christmas episode. Wonderful. We watched it today. Yes, you did for the first time. You somehow managed to skip this episode while watching the first season. Yeah, I don't know. I remember parts of it, though, because I remember um, Jerry's dad and mum with their lover. (laughs) I remembered that part, so I must have seen it. Sometimes I watch them from a chair. Sometimes I watch (laughs) them from a closet. And almost always wearing a Superman outfit. (laughs) that's how i watch rick and morty so this is a board game that hang on it was like described as like a castle builder like hang on what's it they called it it's a bit it's a i guess a land building game yeah kind of like yeah okay no they called it a city builder okay um i guess because it must be now i've never played things like um, Catan. I've never played that. It's not like Catan. 
No, it's not like that. Okay. Well, I no. was just going off of the, you know, city builder. <laughs> um, hang on. I'm going to see what other city builders there are because there's a... Other city city building board games. I think that a very good comparison is Betrayal on the House on the Hill. Yeah. In the House on the Hill. <laughs> and so it's a tile-based expanding the play area through your movement and putting down tiles. Well, I wouldn't say it, like it's only like it in that way. Everything else to do with placing the tiles is different in both games. But then there's an event and I, but I think that's an it's a it's that's what you can compare it to if you go like okay, what does the board look like? Imagine it, betrayal. I think it's a fair yeah. comparison like you know, if, if yeah. I was to bring the gameplay this to the table. Oh yeah, it's very different. You get to choose what tile. It's not completely randomized. Yeah, exactly. You have the tiles in your hand. You go, I want to put that there because that's where I guess it's like city building. You obviously make a choice about how you want to get your victory points. Could we adapt Betrayal to play Rick and Morty Anatomy Park on it or or vice versa? Play <laughs> Betrayal on the Anatomy Park map? That'd be hilarious. Morty, we're in a haunted house, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, Rick. I just saw a werewolf. I'm gonna have to betray you. I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm the betrayer. <laughs> You're gonna die. No. Um, so yeah, it's mostly drawing tiles and then placing tiles, and then then you'd get uh, what are they called? Bodily reactions. Yeah. And then they mess up the gameplay, like they prevent you from placing a tile that's next to too many tiles, or vice versa. They move people or release diseases. Disease mm. are like the main obstacle of the game. Yeah. But all they really do is just um, make you discard the tile. So that's not exactly the worst thing. It's pretty It's pretty impactful. It's enough that it probably stopped me winning the game, to be honest. I had like yeah, that's true. really good... Like, okay, I came second by one point to Michael. Ooh, big ending reveal. And... Uh, <laughs> Spoilers um, and there was a time where like i had one card in my hand that was gonna like if i placed it i would have got like two points off it but because I, I started my turn on the same square as um a, a disease i um had to hand it out hand it over and then it was like dang it i, I could have won that's true and they are pretty resilient you can only kill them by rolling a six which means and i was thinking about it on the drive home right so some when you're trying to attack a disease, you can either roll one or two um, dice, depending on what your character's combat rating, because uh, you can either play as Annie, Dr. Xenon Bloom, Roger, Concho, or Rick and Morty. Not not as an individual, separate. You can play as Rick or Morty. Anyway, um, and so that's either one dice or two dice, and you're trying to roll a six on it. But... Yeah. Statistically, is don't you still just have a one in six chance? Um, maybe. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know. I'm not good at mathematical probability, but I was like on the drive home. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you still just have a one in six chance. You have a one in six chance per dice. Yeah. So you could roll them one by one. Like I know that if you were trying to get two sixes, it would be a. <laughs> six times a six. Let's not get into maths. Let's not. Go into maths. But there's diseases, is what we were trying to get to. 
Um, and then should I dictate what the like kind of the turns were, or yeah? So you start your turn, and if you're next in the same tile as the disease, that's where the problem is: is you discard a tile at the start of your turn, uh, and then you can you have your move phase, your action phase, and then you end your turn. So the move phase, you can either move yourself the number of spaces up to your character's move value. You could move each disease one space, which I feel like. Uh, kind of near the middle there, I was con- contemplating doing that. Um, I didn't feel like I had any reason to because yeah. I'd rather move myself away yeah, from exactly. it. Yeah, um, exactly. Or you could move a tile that your character is on or adjacent to one space up, down, left, right into an adjacent empty space and then draw a bodily reaction card. That put me off a little bit because it was like I like like a row of three, you'd move one out and you'd be like, that. now it's just sitting in space. It's like... This doesn't feel right. Well, because <laughs> the empty space is just Ruben's body. Yeah. What it doesn't make like, sense to me is that you can just move a like, you know, you can move a roller coaster just casually. Yeah, just move that over a bit. Thanks. But I was reading that. That's why there's a bodily reaction. You're trying to move his organs. Yeah. And that's it, how it, I figured. it can potentially kill him. Ah, I see. Okay. And there was you, Brick, just doing it willy nilly, <laughs> killing yeah. people. Yeah. The double edged sword. Just like real Rick. Uh, I do like that. I do like how... So the combat movement and... What was the final one? Range. Range. They're probably less important than the character's ability. Yeah. Um. So, like, Poncho was... So he has a combat of three, so he would roll three dice. And so when he kills a disease, he gets an additional point or an additional tile. Um, Rick, which is who you played. Yeah. So each time you play a face up tile adjacent to a tile you move this turn, you score an additional point. So you'd move a tile, place a tile, get an extra point. Um, OP. Morty, though, you see, and you were Morty, Adrian. So yeah. you, when you draw the, when you draw, instead of getting two tiles, you get three, and then place one on the bottom of the deck. So you get more options. Yeah. I was Roger, who was. <laughs> No, Roger isn't too bad because on Roger's turn, he's unaffected by other players' ongoing bodily reactions. So there was something preventing Michael from putting a tile down, but yeah. I could. Yeah. And I did it. He's almost a good response to Rick constantly creating bodily reactions. Yeah. Uh, and then Dr. Xenon Bloom, each time you place a face up park tile, you may move one space. So that's a pretty, I think that one would be pretty good. Hmm. And the only reason Adrian didn't play is that is because we were recording it um, with a camera as well, and he's blue, and our thing we on the table was blue, so he wasn't allowed to play as him. Doesn't clash. It got it clashed. It clashed. I really uh, wanted to be John Oliver though. Yeah, John Oliver was pretty good. And then finally, Annie, because I didn't actually know she had a name, but whatever. Um, if a disease or foe, so I take it everybody else is a foe. I don't know. Um, is on or adjacent to your space at the start of your turn, you gain stats. So your move becomes four, your combat becomes three, and your range becomes three. That so seems pretty good. That's, so, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so she's about getting away. Yeah. But or she can also it. kill, yeah. Yeah. But I didn't... Um, it says foe. Are we foes? Are we enemies? I, I thought we might be. Like, I would have called this rivals is the thing because we're not necessarily against each other. 
but we no. also don't want each other. Like we can't attack each other unless yeah. But we do try and move each other's tiles and mess each other about a bit. Yeah, because many things are, you will get more points at the end of the game if this is next to this. So you can see that someone is building an area of the park to their liking. And so you might want to go over. And so Annie might be a very good, like, disruptor of other people's plays and picking off those um, diseases. Yeah, that would be pretty good, like being able to move just far enough away. Um, But that's, yeah, so that's the action phase, which I didn't explain, which is you could either draw two tiles, again, unless you're Morty, which you get three, Um, or you can place a tile into an empty space adjacent to the tile. Uh, You can play a focus group tile, which are special tiles. They're kind of like, what would you call those? I don't know. Did we They're like a combo them? thing. Yeah, it's like a combo objective. Like if you can place a red tile next to a blue tile, you will get more points and you can draw another card and that kind of thing. Um, did any can... of us successfully do one? I thought you did. I kept trying, but the bodily reactions twice interrupted up, me from yeah, doing that's it. Right. Uh, you can exit on your action phase, which is what you want to do when Ruben is dying, or you can shoot at a disease. Um, which, as I said before, you want to roll a six. Um, and so what we didn't do right I, in reading, for each die showing three to five, you may move the disease one space. Okay. Uh, but if you miss at all, so that is that, um, you draw a bodily reaction card because you're shooting Reuben. You uh, miss, you've yeah. missed the monster, so you've hit Reuben. Like when they were in the lungs and Poncho yeah. in, in the show shot. The lungs to make him cough. And then you end your turn by discarding um, down to five tiles in your hand. That and definitely that's... would have sped up the game. I feel like the game didn't go for too long, but it was like, oh, I guess you, you accidentally purposely shuffled the heart attacks at the bottom. Well, no, that's, yeah, so that's what you're supposed to do. That's how you start the game is uh-huh. you take out the heart attack cards you shuffle the cards, split the deck in two, insert the two heart attack cards into one of the two decks, shuffle it, then put the other half on top of the half you just shuffled. This will place the two heart attack cards into the bottom half of the combined deck. And that is, that's was straight out of the rule book. I know I seemed really natural saying all of that, but that's what it says in the rule book. Let's see, it would have got, yeah, would have definitely gotten faster because we miss, we were missing the de- diseases more often than hitting oh, them. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it would yeah. have. We were missing quite a few bodily reactions. Initially, we were forgetting that moving an existing tile. Oh, we did that so much. <laughs> so literally moving organs. <laughs> we were like, oh, no, he's fine. He doesn't react. I think it's actually a pretty good game. Like, it's, I'm kind of sad because we only got to play it a little bit. And I'll, I actually want to play it a bit more. Yeah, well, I'll, we should definitely whip it out the next gathering. I, I, is it four players capped? Yeah, it's four players capped. I'd like to see if there's a way to make it because there are six characters. So I'd like yeah. to see if there's a way to make it six. How do you choose, uh, like normally, we went Rick and Morty and then one other for thematic reasons. What, uh, how, like in a normal game of play, how would the four people choose from it, the six? It just says each player chooses a character to play. Oh, okay. So you might do it the way we did it with a roll off like we do also with Betrayal. Mm. Mm. yeah um 
the only other thing is, so you had these character cubes, which basically said, you know, certain tiles uh, that basically at the end of the game, depending on the circumstances of the board, you'd get more points. I don't know. I felt like there wasn't enough. It may like the handbook makes it sound like you'll be at a point where you'll be like, oh, which which one do I want to control? Like, which tile do I want to control? Because like, I've only got five cubes. Well, I was also thinking that if there are control cubes like that, then is there a way to take control of a tile from someone else? But that didn't seem to be a thing. And actually, you know what? There was something that I don't know that you guys knew, and that's that this (laughs) is the base game, but there is in um, the rules an advanced game uh, in like an extra layer to the game. Okay called master plan uh and so each player gets a master plan let me just quickly grab them out so put the box here are these like alternate objectives uh yeah that's that's a pretty good way of putting them um for extra points i imagine yeah so what it is so for example so they're all about what tiles are next to each other so, for example, one master plan is at the end of the game, you score two points for each blue tile with two or more adjacent brown tiles. And then the next one is uh, for each blue tile with two or more red tiles and then vice versa. And it's it's the three combinations because there's brown tiles, blue tiles. That, ha, God, that's hard to say. There are blue, red and brown tiles. I feel yes. like I'm still saying towels. <clears throat> now we got yeah, but that's um that definitely would change the gameplay, and that's for what's supposed to be like an advanced rules, yeah, extra for, depth. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't think that there w- were many, but it definitely would have upped the ante because you'd be like, I want to move that tile that someone else has put down because I want to make sure that they don't get the points. But then in doing so, it increases the chances of a heart attack. It kind of feels like a snowballing game because I don't, thinking about it now, it's like Michael got ahead and then pretty much stayed ahead. Like there was no way for us to lose points. So it was like w- w- once we got ahead, you're like, there was, I don't think you were ever going to make a comeback. No. <laughs> but I thought you were going to win because at being Rick, I trying, uh, I was trying to get the most points by moving tiles, but that creates a bodily reaction. And I did that for like two rounds in a row and ended up with like no tiles and two diseases. And so I felt that there, if, if you're in it enough, if you can survive those early stages and get some points together, you were only off by one point. Yeah, it was very close. But like, like Matt should have, like, because he was so far behind... Like, there should have been a way he could have, like, taken points. Like, there should be more interaction with the points, I think, to as a more of a comeback mechanic or something like that. Like, kind of like, um, oh, what's that name in that game where you'd have money and you'd say, uh, I'm the queen, so I get two coins this round. What's that? Uh, name? Is that oh, Avalon? Coup. Coup, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was a and bit like masquerade. Coup, how, no, I'm thinking of Masquerade, yeah. Or masquerade, if you're cool. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of masquerade where 
like you could take half of in masquerade you could take just swap someone's pile of money um so it would be interesting if in this game if there was some sort of mechanic to go like steal three points or something yeah steal points it's mostly about the luck of the draw because it's like if you don't get good cards you can't put them down and so you don't get lots of points like rick was good because all he had to do was move a tile and he would get extra points i got lucky with two like four pointer cards that got me like jumped me up quite a bit um whereas like i feel like you just got a bad hand so it was like you like do you get points for placing the transit cards tiles well yeah but you only got the point for the single transit card um so for our listeners at home who haven't played transit cards are you place the one card that is a transit card and then you place others face down and they all like act like they're one single tile that, that uh, was a really cool mechanic as well actually that was a cool mechanic and i really liked that and i really did enjoy riding the bone train um in anatomy <laughs> park but yeah. yeah i think i feel like that's like some other games should uh take advantage of if they haven't i like the like here's like five squares it is one square for all your concern and it was like yeah, jumping across the park was really easy and fun. Yeah. Um, I I feel like this is a good quick, like, so it's, hey, do we want to sit down and play Betrayal the House on the Hill for, you know, an hour and a half? No. Okay, well, then let's just play Anatomy Park for half an hour then. Like, yeah, it's like a quick uh, Betrayal. I am amazed at how well they made story and themes from the show turn into gameplay mechanics yeah well yeah. what's some more like because obviously all the all the tiles have different references to the the, the theme parks and the food stalls etc but what what mechanically really so one we completely missed missing the diseases should have been creating bodily reactions hmm. so that's them watching the episode and going up oh, poncho shot ruben's insides there's a response. Yeah. And so actually, Cryptozoic, who make the game, on their website, they have like a little strategy area for it. And they say like, you sh- you can, like if you need to disrupt someone or um, like how you were saying, trying to catch up to me once I've gotten that early lead, if you guys, instead of moving your characters, you could be moving the diseases towards me and then if it gets to me i lose a tile at the start of my turn i might you might force my hand into shooting and then if i miss there's a reaction uh because they're basing that on like poncho as a trader in the episode so they're like so you can take the role of a trader basically by going now i'm going to forego my turn on some rounds to create problems for other people it's not it's not just a simple, hey, it's the Rick and Morty aesthetic and humor slapped on a game they came up with. I feel like they really looked at the show and said, I can make a game on that with those yeah. ideas. It's probably like one of the better adaptations from an episode or, or a, a, um, a movie and stuff because other ones do have that more like, oh, you've just put a... It's Monopoly, but it's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this is like, yeah, it 
feels like the episode. We we're making the joke that um, it's an alternate reality version of the Anatomy Park episode. And it kind of does feel like that. You know what I have conflicted feelings about regarding how close this is to Rick and Morty, as you were saying, is that there were very little references outside of the episode itself. And it is contained. Yeah, and I'm a bit conflicted because on the one hand it would be like nice to, you know, pop up a tile and it's got something about Mr. Meeseeks and it would be like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, I remember that episode. Um, but this is all contained within Anatomy Park. In fact, I reckon this would be better off if, because um, I'll, I'll say kind of our friends are, I would say like still kind of, not really anymore, but like uni students. And a lot of them, I think, have had a hand in biology. So would probably be almost better to say, to your biology friends, hey, I've got this game and it takes place inside of a human body, then it would be to go to a Rick and Morty fan and say, hey, I've got this game about Rick and Morty. Well, it's just you got to be like, it's very specifically Rick and Morty Anatomy, Anatomy Park, Park episode. Yeah. It's probably a little bit better to to be contained because they have two other games, the same company. They have um, one that's already out called Rick and Morty Total Rick. Recall, like Total Recall. And I've played that one. A cooperative car game. What's that like? Any good? Um, it's pretty good. It's kind of like Wolf in the fact that um, sometimes you're... Cause you, okay, so the episode of um, Total Recall is about your... Um, uh, what are they? It's, it's about those, like, worm things that pretend to, like, go into your memories and pretend to be an important part of your life kind of thing. Oh, uh, yeah, the, like, parasite things. Yeah, parasitic memory people. And so you're playing the game and sometimes, and it's like, you know, you're trying to figure out who's the parasite. By the end of it, uh, we were all um, parasites and the point of the game had gone away because there was, like, a card that just went, everybody changes from, like, changes to real to fake or fake to real. Um, and that variation of that card was played so many times that everyone ended up being a parasite. And it's like, well, what's the point of the game? Like, it, <laughs> it's it's not like Wolf where you're like, aha, this was the Wolf. Or it's like, ah, oh, the Wolves win. Because I guess at the end, the parasites win, but it wasn't out of being clever. It was just out of entropy. The game was just saying, everybody wins. Yeah, everybody's it, worms. Was it about like a bit too clever for its own good? Maybe. Going like, oh, and this this card will be good, and then and potentially everyone can be a parasite, and it's like, well, that, like you said, that defeats the purpose. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like a defeated purpose. <laughs> but this Rick and Morty Anatomy Park was is I like this game, and I'm gonna be playing it more if I've got just three people at my house, not including me. I'm gonna be like. We're going to stop what we're doing. We're going to play this game now and I'll make them do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a good, I feel like um, having watched the episode just before we started playing also probably helped us enjoy the game a little more. Just, just a little bit more, you know, just enough to be like, ah, that was that reference. Ah." I was excited because it, um, and happy with it because it, it was a different sort of game. It wasn't exactly like other stuff I'd played before and, 
I feel like you can have a lot of fun with it for the first time. It was the first time I was still learning it and we had fun with it. But I have a feeling, Matt, if you play it a lot, you'll start to figure out some like good Mad strategies. Tracks. I don't know. I, I feel like I need to get better. <laughs> I well, it was only one game. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it might be Roger. He died. Yeah. Well, no one died. Foot stuck. No one died in our game, though. That's true. No. I Can feel I, like that's a good part of the game. I still feel like we built the park. Like the way we ended up building it was like it was just a big clump of tiles. You I don't feel know like it's it should have been a bit different. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I'm used to looking at Betrayal's tile system and it always starts to spread outwards. Like, but this is, like, I feel like it should have been, yeah, a bit more like corridor y. But. But that's a choice. Yeah. So, at, we, so at the end of the game, we're moving all the same way. At the end of the game, you need an exit, otherwise you'll die. But all of our exits were right next to each other. There were literally <laughs> three in a row, and it's like, well, what's the point of that? I felt like it should have been, um, like, you know, spread out. Yeah, or almost even have a thing that says like, you know, this tile must be placed three tiles away from the entrance, kind of thing. Yeah, that's a. I guess it's a strategy that would come into play if we th- were thinking more about like r- like really winning, like trying to kill the other people by trapping them inside Ruben when he has the heart attack. Then you would go, I I've got this exit tile in my hand. I'm going to now just run as far away as I can and place it down. And so we were going for like. Oh, we'll all get the points, we'll all escape, and then we'll tally the points. Whereas if you, if we had the mentality of, no, I want the other players to be trapped inside Ruben, then, because I had about two exits myself, so I just put them right next to each other, I could have gone, well, I, as Rick, I can move three spaces, so I'll move over here, start placing tiles, and be far away, and then heart attack, and then use the tile on that round in between Ruben dying. Well, it kind of incentivizes you to put it before the heart attack because you get extra points for that. Yeah, that's true. You know what I was? I was just looking through the the tiles as we're talking, and so we were saying things like, you know, oh, it references, you know, the TV show how it's got uh, Pirates of the Pancreas, which was in the TV show. And then there's the bone, yeah, train. bone train. And then there's this one that's the esophageal hatch, which isn't um, in the show as far as I can recall, or recall. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's still like, okay, yeah, that's a nice reference. But then all the food places, because there's food tiles and, and attraction tiles. Um, that's what we haven't said. We haven't said what t- kind of tiles there are. So there's attractions, rides, food tiles, transit tiles, which we have gone over, and then the exit. Um, I don't think that they do anything, you know, crazy different. Um, but No, they're just like combinations to increase your yeah. points if you get ride tiles that want to be next to other ride, ride tiles or next to food to build, yeah. like, the park, I guess. Yeah, that's that's like the only reason. Tycoon like, park? Yeah. In, for gameplay, that's the only reason. But... Looking at these, it's just they're not interesting. Like there's one called Foodies, there's one called Con Corn Dog House, Funny Bone Club. Yeah, okay, that's a bit funny, I guess. Um 
No, actually, that's not even a food place. All the food places, I swear, they're not interesting. One is like Kitty Teriyaki. Churro stand. A churro stand. That's not even... That's, that's in the episode. That's in the episode. Is it? It yeah. better be. It better be. Yeah. There is a food court in the episode. Yeah. That they go to. They're like walking past it and it's all up in the background. But yeah, this is a very enjoyable game. I'd love to... <laughs> I'd love to play it. I feel like this is going to end up in our rotation of board games and then like all of them eventually fade away. <laughs> like Turtle Fiesta, Tummy Fillers, Burger Barn. This just needs to be funnier, okay? I'm just saying. I wonder if it's because they had to make it up themselves rather than draw on the humour of Rick and Morty. I don't know. The, like, maybe, yeah, Cryptozoic, who, who made this, maybe they're really good at like making games and then it just stops there, which is why they have to like find TV shows because they don't know. Like, the, I've got all these mechanics, but I've got nothing to base it off. And then they watch <laughs> the episode and they're like, oh, quick, get Adult Swim on the line. <laughs> you know how you play a game that's based off yes. of me- other media and you think, hmm, yeah, that's like they're just trying to, it's like a bit of a cash grab. This didn't feel like that. This felt like it was natural no. and good. That's what I, yeah, that's what I was trying to say before. That it wasn't slapping on that face. Like Adrian said, it's not it's not Nintendopoly or <laughs> where you're just borrowing like the IP to help sell it. You went, this game is specifically a Rick and Morty game. Could also be a Jurassic Park game. <laughs> I don't know. I suppose you could uh adapt this into a Jurassic Park game if you wanted to. Are we inspired now? Do we go and make... Do we go to... Who owns the rights to Jurassic Park? Universal? Yeah. I think no. so. We go to them. I've got my own ideas for Jurassic Park, okay? <laughs> just, okay? I'm s- still taking me a little while. <laughs> okay. Are we... I think that's it. There's nothing more we can really talk about. It's no, a, no. It's a really good game. Yeah, enjoyable. Pick it up at your nearest retailer, <laughs> or watch a bit of the, like we have a video. We did a little video of us playing the game. You can, if you're going, ah, oh, you guys sold it to me audibly, but what does it look like? Uh, you can go over to the Facebook page, and there will be like a little montage video of us having a bit of a play. And also uh, coming up after we uh, wrap this up, this little segment, we'll have uh, some gameplay, some highlight moments of us playing that I recorded, so you can have a listen to us playing it as well. Okay, and that's us. But what are we what are we going to play next time for No Time to Grind, uh, Adrian? Episode 11, we're moving on to a uh, an industry classic that one of us hasn't played, and I think that's a sin of gaming. <laughs> it's not a sin if you... Well, <laughs> anyway, say what it is, and then I'll say what I have to say. <laughs> it's Kingdom Hearts. When you walk away, you don't hear <laughs> uh, you're me not, So Michael uh, hasn't played it, and he's not. I don't think he's ready for the feels. Uh, yeah, that's what I know about it. I know that it's supposed to be a very deep and emotional yeah. RPG hack and slash with Disney characters. I know that... Matt has always been like a huge fan of it. Me too, man. I love it so much. I just lost, um, not interest, but like 
it lost its it lost its mojo over time because it didn't do three, firstly. Yeah. And then it, it put games on every other system. <laughs> yeah, it like and it did weird. Like it didn't have the same gameplay. It had like a card game thing. I don't know. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna play that. And then it got it just got a bit no, not a bit. It is convoluted. Like the first game was yeah. good. And then the second game was good. And then like now we're just going to make it convoluted. In fact, the second game is a bit convoluted at the very start because you don't know what's going on unless you've played the game, the in-between, which I think is the card game. We need, we don't need to, we'll let Michael experience it if he uh, ends up getting the collection. But, yeah, we're going to go back to the, the first one and, and re- re-evaluate Untainted it. One. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. i just got to figure out the best way to play it, perhaps in all the PS4 HD glory, or perhaps on the PS2. Alrighty. I've I've been your Roger, Matt. <laughs> I've been your Rick, Michael. Oh, I'm, I'm Morty. That's it. I'm just Morty. What's your actual name? Tell me your actual name. Mo- Morty. <laughs> I'm Morty. I've turned in. I became Morty. That's what that did. Or, or my my previous name. I'm the I'm the podcaster previously known as Adrian. Oh my god! What a <laughs> and now all right. Cut, enjoy. cut cut to the cut to the gameplay. I'm done. See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta get swifty. You gotta get swifty in here. It's time to get swifty in here. Mr. Bulldog. Welcome everybody to No Time to Grind, the podcast for the busy gamer, formerly known as the Game Club Podcast. I'm Michael, and as always, I'm joined by Adrian and Matt. Hello. Hello. Let's play. Let's, yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> A physical transition. Oh my god. Who, who are you, Michael? I am Rick Sanchez. <laughs> did, did you want like some alcohol, like ethanol? Just pure, just pure methylated spirits. Yes. <laughs> I won, we decided to roll for characters, and I got the highest. And this game, <laughs> so far, seems it could be broken because Rick is a very good character compared to other people. What are his stats? He has a move of three, a combat of two, and a range of three. Okay, that's not too bad. I rolled the lowest, and I got Morty. <laughs> but my stats are pretty close. Three, one, three. So not too bad, but I'm I'm still Morty. I got Arold Middle, so I get Roger. He's the guy <laughs> who got stuck and he died by poop. <laughs> but his stats are two, two, three. So there you go. Let's move to comment two range three. And I draw a bodily reaction card. So this is where it's at. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Straight into tuberculosis. And that's one of the okay. So I got to put that where I am. <laughs> uh, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Tuberculosis. Reward three points, and you may move up to three spaces. So this is that's when we kill it. How do you kill it? Um, so that's what the combat and range is for. So we can all attack it. <laughs> um, but yes. And then you roll the dice using your combat. So you only get to roll one dice, whereas Michael and I get to roll two. Ooh. And we're playing this horribly wrong, and people will be like, what are you doing? I feel, right. like, 
Which you should have kind of, should have had, like played a little bit before just to get it. But it doesn't matter though. Because... We're learning. I already I already have this top strap. It's my turn. It sure is. All right, you ready for this top strap? I'm gonna move first. Oh, I forgot to move. Here we go. Ready. <laughs> Ooh. Score one. One point, and then so you one get two additional... points. Oh shit! Oh, I can just do this. Bam! Three points. Nice. That's the left nipple. That's how they escaped in the movie. So, we have broken the rules already because <laughs> tiles cannot be placed adjacent to this disease. So we shouldn't have been able to put that there, but we'll, we'll carry on. Uh, it it okay. wasn't... Fu- the tuberculosis wasn't fully formed. <laughs> so, yeah, I was thinking, like, if they can't attack us, what is their point? They shut down. Yeah, so they, so Gross. now now we can't put anything here. Just like real diseases. <gasps> they really oh my through. Yeah. All right, he's dead. There you go. Tuberculosis. Do you want to keep him? Sure. As a little reminder. <laughs> now you actually. I have tuberculosis. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is very survivable with today's <laughs> medicine. <laughs> They're actually very like specific with their wording with this. Yeah, we have to be. Well, I guess. in a game. I don't know. I feel like betrayal sometimes is a bit more like loosey goosey. <laughs> well, loosey goosey. <laughs> <gasps> the diaphragm bounce house. Two points. <laughs> and you draw a bodily reaction. Here we go. <sighs> <laughs> I'm absolutely sloshed, mate. Put the tiles in your hand on the bottom of the deck and <laughs> draw that many tiles. <laughs> Bagger. What about three? It actually says sloshed. I thought it would have just said like inebriated and you. Sloshed is a very new word. No, I've never used that word in my life. <laughs> Maybe you were slow. I, I uh, use more colourful language. I feel like you are brick. <laughs> you're overpowered. <laughs> and you're like, you're like clued are, in. Are you going to do this? No, like you're clued in in like the, that kind of like Morty way. Like you're doing good. Like you're doing better than I am. Okay. And, and then I'm just a guy. <laughs> you're going to get washed away with poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're already in. Like a brown space. Well, this is single-celled carousel. But it's brown. <laughs> That's because it's a ride. Rides are brown. No, they're not. Yes, they are. That's a red ride. Yeah, I got a brown ride still. <laughs> See, I could have had two tiles. Now I've got nothing. You had nothing. All right, now it's your turn. Now you get rid of that. Okay. So now I get rid of that. Oh, <laughs> of course. That, that's a great reference to Rick and Morty, that episode where he went, nah, nah, nah. Hmm. I'll put another exit. What? what? That's okay. The anus. The the anus. <laughs> the anus and the left nipple. That is a very open are anus. very close together. That it looks like a dead cave. Um, I'm going to put this down. Bob's Hungry Hut. Requires wow. Oh, that's two a lot. Four points. Ding, 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 ding. You can just flip both of those. Yeah. Oh. Dang. I'm losing so bad. Dang. What many points have you got? Six. Yeah. Check you're out double. 12. Oh, yeah. No, that's not the pickle. That's a discard. I, I have no card. I have things, no things now, and that's the end of my turn. Uh, uh-huh. I tricked the thing. Can't discard if I have none in my hand. It's a win-win. Okay, so let's have a go. Do it, Rick. 
Uh, Stop dang. killing everything. But I don't want to move in those spaces. Then don't move. Oh, now you can make I can do happen. this instead. So, uh, I don't really move. Yeah. Hey, don't move uh, my left nipple. That's okay, because here comes the nostril. What? Stop putting the hands <laughs> in next to each other. Why? What's the problem? Because what's the dash. point? Gonna We're going to More importantly, your right nostril is on the left of your left nipple. <laughs> So I get an extra point for, uh, oh, so I did a move and then place. So I get three points. There we go. Rick so, OP. Rick OP. Yeah, I moved, then get one, then plus one, because it's before the heart attack. <sighs> so this is this is the Matthew in a body subway system. Is this how you would design a body if you were God? <laughs> yes, if I was God, I would design the bones in the, in the right next to the arms. Perfect. The bone train. Perfect. Would you like to ride the bone train? Which goes right past the anus. <laughs> Stop picking the nose. Stop picking your... <laughs> you going to drop another exit there? <laughs> We're going to move the anus. <laughs> 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 away from the entrance and next to the left nipple uh, like they were at the beginning. You know what I say? Don't, don't shit where you eat. <laughs> I don't think it's the mouth. He came in through like the stomach. Yeah. Didn't he like just inject yeah. it wildly? <laughs> and now you get a bodily reaction cut. That's true. You just moved your anus. Uh, bodily reaction of abdominal <laughs> abominable. abdominal bloating. Ongoing until the end of your next turn, characters cannot place a tile adjacent to more than one tile. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah, because it's the whole point of Rick. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a shot of blub, 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 bubonic play. But I got the opposite of six in this case. All right, case. so you die. You're out of the game. Oh, no. Okay. You succumb to plague. It's bled through. Splash. This is bled. <laughs> it's spread through your lymph nodes. Yay. Okay. One. That's actually Yeah, one. that's one. Hey, get away from me. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't, don't mean you can't place it there. During yeah, no your one turn, can. you are unaffected by other players' ongoing bodily reactions. Ah. Oh, snap, Roger. <laughs> hey, at the end of the game, I have to wait until the whole end of the game so you can still mess me up. Place a what? A control cube on this? You get a thing for one for each. For uh, each burger joint. So you just one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what if you yeah, like what if you moved it around mid-game, like somehow we managed to move everything and you got it like here? I could move like that and put a burger joint there. True. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna move to the anus. <laughs> <laughs> you don't hear that one every day. <laughs> just forewarning you now, I am making my way to the anus. <laughs> That is the worst dirty talk I've ever heard. <laughs> and I'm going to try and shoot the bubonic plague from the anus. It is at the I left nipple uh, yeah. at current. That's actually an area where you would fire plague. You, you would get it like in your armpits and things. This is like accurate. <laughs> yeah, this is an accurate body. Um, place this disease on your tile. You uh, do. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, then you may kill another disease on this or an adjacent tile. Oh, no. That would have been great to, like, happen there. Because do they move? No. They can't, but his power wouldn't happen anyway. Oh, no. we can move them. Why wouldn't it? 
Because hmm? it's only when he's summoned. Yeah, it's only when, he, <laughs> only when you summon your disease. <laughs> Alrighty. I summon my disease in defense position. You've got so many diseases you could kill right now. That's very From true. the anus. From the anus, there is much to admire. Hey, I'm going hello. to take the gamble. The quest for points continues. We get a bodily reaction for doing the move. We get gonorrhea. <laughs> From the anus. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> then each player passes a tile from their hand to the player on their left. <laughs> so we have, we have to all hand a tile around to the left, yeah? Yep. <sighs> do I get what he's giving you or do I get nothing? You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. So I don't get to place, so I'm going to shoot <laughs> again. Uh so Rick is a double-edged sword. We've learnt that. Only when the cards aren't in your favour. Yeah, if the cards are badly in your favour, you can't get that bonus point. But I think it's a good representation. Rick is a double-edged sword. Yeah. <sighs> well, of course, the sword is double-edged. Most of them. Hey! Gonorrhea, you're dead. And I get... Okay, so I get one point. Gonorrhea is gonorrhea. And then I get three tiles. Wait, wait we got to do the thing... <clears throat> How's wait? Let me get the go. <laughs> How's this for a burning sensation? Because that's what he says in the. Now light a match, throw it. So I've now conquered. <laughs> You've conquered <laughs> gonorrhea. <laughs> I've survived plague and gonorrhea. What have you survived? Hepatitis A. <laughs> Quite. We, we've only got one disease left, so that's good. Still got that plague lingering there. Can I shoot him from here? Yeah, I guess so, technically. One, two. Does combat count through transit systems? You're, you shoot oh, a bullet, true. it gets on a, a train. <laughs> yeah, it sits down. Have a look about combat on transit. No, it, says, it does say. No, you know what it is? As the bone train on. passes the uh, regurgitation transportation, you're like, on the go. Okay, man, have a shot. Hey! hey. <laughs> so, what do you get? Um, I get two points. Whoa, calm down, guys. The nipple has now made its way more towards the nostrils. Let's have a bodily reaction. Let's have our first heart attack. Oh, shit. Leave this face up in front of you after your turn ends. Ruben will die in two rounds. Ongoing. This next time the heart attack is drawn, the game ends immediately. So we have once, twice, unless the heart is drawn. Yes. Okay. So then I'm going to... So now I get to play. Uh, yes. <laughs> this heart attack. I was actually listening to that on the way over. That's a good oh, album. Good on you. We are, of course, talking about Faker, Be the Twilight. I think that's the name of the album. Yes. Look at me. I'm a thought wealth of knowledge. And then I play that one. So I get four points. Oh. Rick's back, baby. Rick's back. Oh. Good on, good on you, Rick. <laughs> Thanks, Morty. <laughs> do I tempt fate? Do I kill us all? No. No? Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Don't do it, do it Rick. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, actually, Rick would. you got to role play, man. You've got to prepare for it. I'm just traveling everywhere in the anus. <laughs> I'm not Who moving. needs the bone train when you have the anus? the anus? And then my action, I'm going to shoot the bone play. Oh, do you want to leave? <laughs> oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I exit <laughs> out the nostril. 
So can I just do that? Or? Yep. Okay. And so you get three points. Yeah. For exiting. Nice. You exit out of the anus. I exit out of the, <laughs> the place I went so far and eventually it came to its natural conclusion. Alrighty. And I've exited. Now, now we got to accumulate. Water, no, 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 no. You've got to accumulate your cubies. So I have one cube, and that was um, I get an extra point for each food place. So I get an extra two points. Do I get an extra two points for rides? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you get one, two. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. two, two, so two points. And then those were the only points left to be yeah they're like get. did you have anything no not me okay so <clears throat> coming in last <laughs> with an um over, <laughs> an overwhelming it's, it's 12, yeah. 16 points roger roger died in the from the Anus no, dam. This is an alternate universe yes. of Rick and Morty. Yeah, I did escape. I did nostril. live. How did you get out? Through the nostril? Yeah, I followed Morty. I like to imagine you climbed down the, the nose hairs. Yeah, just down the nosely tendrils. In second place, we have Morty with 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 25 points. 25 points. Have I been there? Yes. Okay. You have more threes, I think. Okay. In first place... Rick with 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21, 24, 26. Oh. So by one, oh. by one point, Rick and all these little little beady boys, the points. There he is, Rick, champion as always, um, conqueror of both gonorrhea and tuberculosis. <laughs> I'm just going to give it a little weirder circle. Mm. However, still left to battle the plague. Exited via the anus. <laughs> what a story. <laughs> Do you want to just keep going? In Anatomy Park. <laughs> In Anatomy Park. We played Anatomy Park. Thank you.